Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, September 16th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. ZDNet reports that security researchers at VPN Mentor found a misconfigured Elasticsearch server with a database of information on most Ecuadorian citizens, including names, family members, civil registration data, financial and work information, as well as data on car ownership. The database has 20.8 million user records and appears to combine the government's civil registry and private sources, including 6.77 million entries for children. Ecuador has a population of 16.6 million people, so obviously there are some duplicate entries. The database was eventually secured after VPN Mentor reached out to the Ecuador Computer Emergency Response Team. VPN Mentor and ZDNet independently verified the source as the analytics firm Novastrat. Finance ministers from France and Germany said Friday that the Libra cryptocurrency poses risk to the financial sector and monetary sovereignty. They said the Libra project blueprints failed to convince them that the risk will be properly addressed. However, a spokeswoman for the European Commission told Reuters that with the publicly available information on Libra, it is not currently possible to say which exact EU rules would apply. The EU does not have any specific regulations on cryptocurrencies. The European Central Bank announced it is working on a long-term plan to launch its own public digital currency and real-time payment system known as TIPS. It would let consumers use electronic cash without needing a bank account or other financial intermediaries. In related news, representatives from the Libra Association will meet with the Bank of International Settlements Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructure on September 16th. The meeting will include officials from 26 central banks and focus on the scope and design of Libra that will inform a report to G7 finance ministers. This will include officials from the U.S. Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, and the European Central Bank. Apple is allowing developers of App Store apps to offer a grace period of 6 to 16 days for lapsed subscriptions. This gives Apple more time to collect payments for auto-renewing subscriptions that may have failed because of a change in address or credit card expiration date. Developers need to opt in and build server-side support to implement the grace period in their apps. Google Play has supported grace periods since 2018. Discord is phasing out game bundles it launched last year for its $9.99 per month Nitro subscription service. Discord said in a statement, While we and some of you love to play these games, the truth is the vast majority of Nitro subscribers didn't play them. So, after careful consideration, we won't be hitting continue when these contracts come up for renewal. The Nitro Games catalog will be removed on October 15th. Mozilla, Creative Commons, and the micropayment startup Coil announced a $100 million grant for the web designed to spur adoption and build out technology for the web monetization standard for browser-based micropayments. The grant will give roughly $20 million per year for five years to content sites, open-source infrastructure developers, and others building around web monetization, with 50% of funds going to organizations that use open licenses like Creative Commons. The three companies are setting up an advisory council to determine how the funds will be distributed. The Wi-Fi Alliance launched the Wi-Fi Certified 6 program, allowing manufacturers to certify devices using 802.11ax Wi-Fi radios. Certification means devices support WPA3 encryption, multi-user, multiple input, multiple output, 160 MHz channels, and orthogonal frequency division multiple access, which allows Wi-Fi 6 routers to serve multiple clients simultaneously from a single channel. Motorola released its first range of smart TVs, which will ship in India and made in partnership with Flipkart. 
The LED TVs range from a 32-inch HD Ready unit for 13,999 rupees to a 65-inch 4K display for 64,999 rupees, all running the stock Android TV interface with Android 9 uh, and the Google Play Store, as well as including a built-in Chromecast and Google Assistant voice commands. Internally, the devices will use a quad-core MediaTek chipset with 2.25 gigabytes of RAM, as well as 16 gigabytes of internal storage. Motorola says the sets will have Dolby Vision certification for HDR content as well. Shipping starts September 29th. Vivo announced the Nex 3 smartphone featuring a 6.89-inch 1080p OLED display that curves over the sides of the phone, resulting in a screen-to-body ratio of 99.6%. Because of this waterfall display, the device uses TouchSense virtual buttons with haptic feedback rather than physical ones. The phone will come in LTE and 5G variants, featuring a Snapdragon 855 Plus SoC, a vapor chamber cooling system, in-screen fingerprint reader, 4500 mAh battery, and 44-watt fast charging. The phone has a trio of cameras on back, starting with a 64-megapixel primary camera, a 13-megapixel ultrawide, and a 13-megapixel telephoto, as well as a pop-up 16-megapixel selfie camera on the front. Pricing and release date haven't been announced, but Vivo said it will be available in Asia-Pacific and Southeast Asia, as well as other markets in the coming months. And finally, the password manager LastPass patched an exploit initially discovered by Tavis Ormandy of Google's Project Zero that exposed credentials entered on previously visited websites. The exploit relied on executing malicious JavaScript code with no user interaction required and could be exploited by directing users to a malicious website. LastPass patched the exploit in version 4.33.0 on September 12th. Users with automatic extension updates should be fine. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.